0: Slash tech news. That's ShipStation.com/slash technews. Ford adopts Tesla's charging technology. Meta is killing the Facebook news tab. And Toys for Bob is going independent. It's Friday, March 1st, and this is in Gadget News. Ford EVs will gain access to Tesla's superchargers across the U.S. and Canada, becoming the first non-Tesla vehicles to do so. The companies cemented the fast charging pact last year, and numerous other automakers followed suit later on. The expanded network will be a big benefit for Ford and its customers amid news that sales of its EVs have heavily sagged. Current Ford EVs Use CCS type chargers, so current customers must order the fast charging adapter, or NACs, that are compatible with Tesla's superchargers. That will be available at no charge to new and existing clients in the Blue Oval Charge Network until June 30th. After that, it will cost $230, including estimated taxes and shipping. Starting next year, Ford EVs will come standard with the NACs charging system. Customers can use the Ford Pass app to locate the new Tesla superchargers, just as they would when looking for Blue Oval chargers. Tesla superchargers will also be coming to Apple Maps EV Routing, Google Maps EV Routing, and the Ford Connected built in navigation Blue Oval Charge Network. As for payment, you'll be able to handle that through the Ford Pass app and Charge Assist app in the vehicle's touchscreen. Blue Oval Charge Network membership is required, and if you're not yet enrolled, you'll be prompted to do so when ordering the NAX adapter. Tesla's 15,000-plus strong supercharger network will more than double Ford EV owner's access to fast DC chargers. With that, it will have 28,000 fast chargers and 126,000 chargers total. The company notes that a lack of charging stations is the second largest barrier after price for customers. The news is good for Ford and other automakers who will get a big boost in the number of fast charging spots. With declining EV sales, Ford was recently forced to lower Mach-E prices. The company also cut production of that model and the F-150 Lightning pickup truck due to the slowdown. In early April, the Facebook News tab will start disappearing for users in the U.S. and Australia. Meta has announced that it's deprecating the dedicated tab found in the bookmarks section of its social network as part of its efforts to align its investments to its products and services people value the most. The company already retired the News tab in the U.K., France, and Germany in early December, explaining that it's funneling its resources to other things that people want to see more of, such as short-form videos. In Meta's new post, it said the number of people using the News tab in the U.S. and Australia over the past year has dropped by 80%. News makes up less than 3% of what users see on Facebook, apparently, and it's not just a big part of their experience. By pulling the news tab in Australia, the company will also stop paying publishers in the country for their content after their current deals end. A few years ago, Facebook blocked news links in the country in response to the then-proposed law that would require companies like Meta to pay media organizations for their content. The company unblocked news links just a few days later after it started striking deals with Australian media organizations. According to The Age, the Australian Competition and Consumer Commission believes that Google and Meta Inc. deals with dozens of outlets, including Guardian Australia and News Corp Australia, worth about $200 million a year. Meta is responsible for around one-third, or $66 million of that total amount, meaning its decision is bound to have a huge impact on the news business in the country. And there seems to be no room for negotiation. The company made it clear in its announcement that it's not going to enter new commercial deals for traditional news content in any of the regions where it has already removed the news tab. Meta has not blocked news links in the aforementioned countries, however, and Facebook users can still access any that's been posted on the social network. Publishers can also continue posting links to their stories on their official pages, as usual. Activision studio Toys for Bob has announced that it's leaving the corporate rat race and is spinning off as an independent developer. This comes just weeks after Activision Blizzard's parent company Microsoft instituted sweeping layoffs at Toys for Bob that impacted 86 employees. That's more than half of the entire staff. The developer said the choice to go indie will allow it to return to being a small and nimble studio. Harkening back to its early days of the 1980s and 1990s, when it made hit titles like Star Control. To that end, the company says it's already developing a new game, though there won't be any official announcements for a while. Additionally, there looks to be no hard feelings for former parent company Activision and uh, grandparent company Microsoft. Toys for Bob said that both entities have been extremely supportive of the new direction, and they are confident that they will continue to work closely together as part of their future. Toys for Bob is primarily known for the Skylanders franchise, but was also behind the well-reviewed Crash Bandicoot 4 It's About Time and the Spyro Reignited Trilogy. It's also been involved with creating content for Call of Duty Warzone. Thanks for listening. There's more to these stories and additional articles at Engadget.com. This episode features journalism by Engadget contributors Steve Dent, Mariella Moon, and Lawrence Bong, and was produced by Spoken Layer. Enjoy your weekend. I'll be back Monday with more tech news from Engadget.